Barancourt's radio network is now available on Anchor.fm. You can subscribe to our podcast either through Anchor or one of its many affiliates, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Now, enough of the bullshit. Here's the podcast. back mentally somewhat physically uh, I don't know metaphysically metaphysically sure okay that sounds good you can be here there and everywhere <laughs> uh, exactly. welcome to the casket cast only on Rotten Corpse Radio Stitcher iTunes well actually Apple podcast the I, I hate the rebranding for some reason. I, I like calling it iTunes. I don't like calling it Apple Podcasts. It's kind of... Applecast? Whatever. Applecast, yeah. Applejacks. Yeah, exactly. It's something. It's casted. Yeah, we we took a little bit of a hiatus, um, as many will have noted. Um, it's been about a month um, since you last heard from us. And, man, there's been a lot of shit going on in the world of horror and... In entertainment in general, I mean, God, you got like new shows coming up. Like, got the new two Halloweens coming. Yeah, I mean, so let's get right into that shit because uh, it kind of Halloween ends. It kind of surprised a lot of people. So now, during the month of June, um, it was reported that Jason Blum had an had a sit down with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, trying to get her to sign on to a new movie. We fast forward that a few weeks, or a month, actually a good month, um, and this month, um, about early this month, probably about a week or so ago, we get news that she signed on for, or she signed on for a new Halloween, and they are making a back-to-back Halloween, so they're going to be putting out Halloween Kills mm-hmm. in 2020. 2021. Halloween Ends. And they're pretty much ending the series. Um, also, a lot of like weird social media things that have been coming out. You know, and there was one. It was uh, more or less just an attention grabber than anything you'd see it on almost every single horror uh, outlet. Was putting it out as clickbait, where uh, Jason Blum basically told John Carpenter to get off of his ass and come back to the you know to do these new movies. And um, I'm sure John Carpenter will be available as a producer. Probably not writing, probably not directing. Um, 
we had heard before that uh, Danny McBride only wanted to write the one Halloween he did and wasn't coming back for the sequels. And they had signed on a different director to do the next film. But there's really no confirmed uh, things outside of, you know, we're making two more movies. Um, I don't know if they were... Because from what I... There's a lot of, like, confirmations and, you know, what's in pre-production right now. Yeah, I know they got scripts. They already wrote them, so so that's a positive. They probably had high hopes. Well, because they got the new Tucker and Dale, and they got the new... um, Just so many new flicks. New Zombieland... Two yeah. finally, so those are two. I think they might have waited too long. Yeah, maybe. I hope they didn't. I, I hope they do get good scripts and good writing and they're good movies. I really do. But I mean, this movie. I mean, you can almost say that the last Halloween was like too little, too late. But they managed to make it work. I mean, they made it like a direct sequel to the original, devoided all the other ones that ever existed. Gave you stuff you'd never seen before, like oh yeah, Laurie Strode being the Michael Myers, like he's there, he's not there kind of. Yeah, thing. kind of. Those things were beautiful, very well done. Like she's sitting outside the school and she's gone. Every callback is great, and I love the whole classic call, especially like the weird, creepy Michael goes into one room, comes out of another room, just by surprise kills people, and frame for frame. <laughs> On that one scene with the hammer and getting a knife. Oh, that yeah. That was just beautiful. Fuck yeah. Uh, there's just a lot of horror coming. Uh, even still, we still got a Free From Hell coming this year, I think. Yeah, well, uh, so, th- three th- so Three From Hell is kind of interesting. So, uh, all right, so they just released uh, the full-on trailer because they've been putting teasers out for the past couple months. And they finally put out a full-on trailer. So this movie picks up directly from where the last one left off. Right, them getting shot. Yeah, so they get shot. They get hauled into the hospital. Um, they somehow survive, and they're now being detained. They're now detained. Going on trial? or um, I don't know if they're going on trial, but I know they're like in prison, and they get broken out. They get broken out of jail or something. And it's got a pretty crazy cast actually one of the one of the things you'll note from the trailer is that there's a scene in the trailer where they're walking through the prison yard where um i think they're gonna get a little payback on danny trejo and diamond dallas and danny trejo was actually in there he was actually one of the one of the guys back now they got a good cast in this movie so we're we're obviously we're obviously returning sherry moon sid haig and uh bill mosley um also coming back is uh danny trejo um, and then we got uh, D. Wallace making an appearance in this one. Clint Howard. I love how he just got all these like old school people to just be in this mm-hmm. too. That's great. Uh, Jeff Daniel Phillips is in this film. Um, Bill Oberst Jr. Um, Daniel Roebuck. Uh, Richard Brake, uh, who was who was in Thirty One. Um, He's the guy from Halloween who's like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. He got in the car accident. Yeah. I love that guy. Yeah, good He's old. been in a bunch of zombie stuff, actually. He's been yeah. in a few. And then uh, Austin Stoker is also in the film. And a few other guys I've never heard of. Uh, so I'm kind of I'm kind of happy that they're doing this new one. Just because, like, we, we as fans wanted this a well, while uh, back. And the thing is, like... Zombie himself. To this day, like, Devil's Rejects is one of my 
favorite horror movie. Yeah. This way it was done and the way they twisted on it and the things you never... Like, turn from villains to victims. Yeah. That was beautiful. That was very well done. It was, yeah. The, and the thing, you know, fans have been wanting this movie for a long time. And, of course, we remember what Zombie said after he made the second one. I don't like doing sequels. Like, and dev- then he did Halloween the Devil's Re- Yeah, the Devil's Rejects would have never happened if the Weinsteins didn't want to follow. It's, and then when he made his follow-up, he made it in such a masterful way. Um, and they ended it in such a cool way. They, they were not going to bring this movie well, back. Well, at the time, he was like, make a sequel to this. Yep. And then he... And then he did that with Halloween also, you know? He made his Halloween, and then the Weinsteins were like, oh, we need another one. And then he was like, all right, well, I just killed two of the main characters, so have fun. You know, have fun making a sequel to that. And um, but Speaking of which, wouldn't it have been really cool to see a follow-up to that Halloween in addition to the one that we just recently got last year. Cause mm, no, because I'm tired of seeing his wife. Well, no. And the only reason w- I'm going to watch Three well, From Hell is because that's probably my favorite character of hers. Well, I mean, no, given the given that... You remember the original, um, the original directors that were signed on to do it? They were supposed to take over, and the only carryover characters were... Um, were uh, Scout Taylor Compton's Laurie Strode, and um, I think the only other one they were gonna bring over was uh, was they were somehow gonna bring over Malcolm McDowell back, but they weren't trying to sign anybody else, and they were just like, and it was gonna be directed by the guys who did Drive Angry, and Jason X, and the uh, My Bloody Valentine 3D, and all the other cool ass shit they did. <laughs> And we just I, got backed out. That's I would I would have loved this scene. That that would have been fucking wicked. I mean, just absolutely wicked. Um. Now, speaking of zombies, you had mentioned the <laughs> zombie movie that's uh, that's coming out. And now here we're doing the Segway Files gimmick of doing awesome, awesome skate over segways. Um. So we're going to be treated to another zombie land. And they've brought back the original for the original foursome from the first movie, so we're gonna get Emma Stone, we're gonna get Abby Breslin, we're gonna get Woody Harrelson, yeah, we're gonna get Woody Harrelson, we're gonna get Jason Eisenberg. Fuck, we're even getting Bill Murray, and he died in the last movie, so he's probably coming back as a zombie. Um, and then we're getting a few others. We're getting Rosario Dawson. We're getting uh, Luke Wilson. We're getting uh, Thomas Middleditch. Pretty sure these people are probably going to be playing themselves if Bill Murray played. Uh-huh. Um, well, maybe not Rosario. She'd probably play a character character. But, um, and then, uh, according to uh, digitalspy.com, uh, you can check out Digital Spy on the web. They're a fun uh, news, news outlet. Uh, now, this got posted back on the 10th. So we're recording this now, so the 21st. Uh, this, was re- this was posted on the 10th, that they're going to be uh, bringing back uh, the movie. Now, it's been like almost 10 years. Like, or actually, it's been 10 years since they, uh, since they made the original from t- from now. Uh, so, and they were originally supposed to have this happen last year, but it just kind of fell through. Um, and uh, I don't know what this movie's going to be actually called. Um, 
it's been rumored that it's going to be called Zombieland Double Tap. Yeah. Be, that'd be a perfect way to to do the gimmick thing there with the with the with the double taps. Um, Emma Stone even uh, you know confirmed it um, on the Jimmy Fallon show in, back in April. Uh, so basically. Um, Basically, they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be just doing some weird shit in this movie. Um, it's hard to say what they're really putting together, though. I'm kind of confused with some of the some of this readout here. So, uh, so they're gonna have like a uh, Avon uh, Jogia um, as a character named Berkeley. Um, he's going to be a character, he's a bad boy musician who you would hate your daughter to fall in love with kind of character. Um, Rosario Dawson is coming back, or coming in, and, you know, cause there's no real confirmation who they're going to be. Nevada. Yeah. And the other thing, too, that gets me with, uh, Bill Murray just came out, or he just came out in a zombie film just recently. Yeah, The Dead Don't Die. Uh, or yeah. So this is going to be kind of a weird follow-up to that, because it's like... <laughs> well, he's probably a bigger character in that, and probably just a cameo in this. Yeah, like he was in the first one. And I just kind of expect him to be zombie Bill Murray in this mm-hmm. film. I really do. I don't expect him to do anything else other than that. And um, speaking of zombie movies, now, one of my favorite movies back in 2004... Was a little was a little film that we didn't think was going to be any good. We found out that they were remaking Dawn of the Dead. I was really kind of on the fence about it. I didn't know who the fuck Zack Snyder was, but we did know who was writing. Shit. Yep, James fucking Gunn was the main reason we even watched it. Yep, and we did not. It was not disappointing at all. It was hilarious. It's exactly what we thought we would get out of it. Um, and we got some shit we didn't even expect. But now, and I don't know if he's teaming up with James Gunn again, but Zack Snyder is putting out a new zombie film as a follow-up to Dawn of the Dead. It's not a sequel to Dawn of the Dead, but it's just another balls-to-the-wall zombie film. It's almost self-aware, but not self-aware in that, like, breaking the full fourth wall kind of thing. Like, more self-aware of, like, they know what's going on kind of thing. And the movie is called Army of the Dead. Not Army of Darkness, but Army of the Dead. Kind of reminds me of that old song that my, that my old band used to do. So we had a song called Army of the Dead, which was basically about, like, an army of zombies that were, like, molesting and killing everybody. I don't think that's... So Game of Thrones Army of the Dead, or...? I don't think it's going to be this film, but it's definitely going to be, like, you know... I'm sure he's going to have all intense running zombies like he had in Dawn, and it's probably going to have a really fun cast like Dawn of the Dead had. And, um, I'm hoping good things for it. Zack, Zack Snyder's come a long way, you know? He's made some, well, made some really awesome movies. He's made a couple not-so-awesome movies. Uh, but yeah. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Um, but yeah, we can definitely say uh, that good, good things are coming, hopefully. Now, I mean, for God's sake, James Gunn, I love him, but fuck, he made Scooby-Doo 1 and 2, man. Come on. Not the first one's fine. <laughs> first I one's like the second one better. 
I like the second one because fucking. It's all the cartoon the, the cartoon characters that come to life in the second one. I like I just like them better for that aspect. Well, I liked it because uh, Thelma was wearing fucking tight ass. Oh, dude, oh, that's dude. so weird. That Thelma was hotter than 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 Daphne. I know. <laughs> it's always portrayed in the cartoon that Daphne was the hot one, and mm-hmm. Thelma's just his little sore thumb. That was a good twist to turn because you know that dirty librarian look is hot. So. Oh, yeah. If they have the right body and fucking yeah. attitude, and you know. And in every you know everybody knows my stance on it, but Sarah. You know, Sarah Michelle Geller is not everybody's company. Nope. <laughs> Stavro is present company who is totally against it. I was 100% <coughs> I think she's hot as fuck still, but that's just me. Like, and I, what was it? I know what you did last summer. She was supposed to be the hot girl. No, she wasn't. That was fucking Jennifer Love Huge Tits, okay? Oh, yeah, no, you couldn't. No, see, if you're going to put both of them in a movie together, there was no way... Sarah was going to be hotter than fucking Jennifer Love Hewitt. So it's no way. I mean, because it's Jennifer Love Hewitt. Dude. She's still hot. She still looks amazing. Her and Freddie Prince are still married, too. Oh, um, Sarah Michelle Gellar and uh, Freddie Prince? Yeah. I was actually really surprised about it, and I was also surprised. They just had, like, I, I guess this last year or the year before... Uh, when they first told everybody they got married yeah. back on Howard Stern back in the day, he said it was a failure, it's a smash, you guys will be divorced, blah, 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 they're blah. They're still married. Yeah, they're still married, and I guess they did a, a they sent a thing to uh, Howard Stern saying, fuck you, Howard. And I, was, I guess they're still married. <laughs> We're still together. I think the... I don't, I don't dislike her as a human being, I've just never been a fan of hers. Yeah. Like her acting and her portrayals and stuff. And like, I was happy when she died, and I know what you did last summer. <laughs> um, but I, I was too, actually. I'd yeah. rather see her live than Brandy not die in the second one. Um, remember Brandy? Yeah, she was on. I was kind of bu- yeah, and all that shit. But she, anyway, she played so Cinderella in the '90s, and everybody forgot about that. <laughs> I just like her as Daphne, actually. I think the um, you know the what you know the weird thing about Freddie Prince I didn't know about mm. I didn't know it until like last year. He actually worked for WWE. He was one of the writers. Really? Yeah, I think it was like back in like oh seven or oh eight something like that. Like yeah. it was a while ago. But he's a big wrestling fan. I had no fucking clue. It's kind of weird. Yeah, um, I would say, though, overall, you know, because you got, like, varied things, you know, within different people's careers going on, especially for, like, somebody like Sarah Michelle Gellar, kind of jumping back to her, how she, you know, you you honestly haven't really seen her much of anything, right, but her likeness is, like, almost everywhere. Um, I even saw this thing online where, you know how they have that, like, weird face app now, I guess, that they're, like, claiming to, like, steal people's, like, likenesses and shit like that we hold on to everything forever and people are flipping out about that but you know and she posted a thing on her instagram where she was like me before and me after i don't need an app to be able to see what i look like 20 years later <laughs> she was sizing herself up and i was like yeah but it's almost but it's almost been that long since he had a career sarah fuck <laughs> yeah but how many actors 
don't have careers, but still go do the comic cons. Yeah. She'll be doing that for the next twenty years. When which is great. Cause I've always wanted to meet her, so that would be a big, that would be a easy get for me. But here's somebody you never really thought you'd expect to see at fucking conventions, especially not a face that you have ever really identified with horror ever. And he's been doing a lot of it lately. Um, currently, as a movie um, coming out, I don't have the name of it right offhand, but I know one of the flicks that he's going to be doing this year, or that, that he did that's out right now, it's on Hulu, I think, uh, it's called Mom and Dad, it's like a fucking psychotic horror romp, and he, he's got a few other projects coming out that he's going to be doing, oh yeah, uh, The Croods 2 is the probably going to be the later thing he's going to be in, um, in addition to A Score to Settle, which is an action film. Uh, but yeah he'd been doing I mean he really just kind of blew up right after Mandy and he didn't really have a career for a while you know I mean it was almost it almost felt like he got blacklisted from Hollywood and then that's like perfect for us because we're like well we don't care about Hollywood anyway horror fans are well into I mean we're gonna accept Nick Cage with open arms I mean yeah no shit especially with all the stuff he's done you know it's like you can't discount any of that shit I mean and then with uh, some of his other stuff, you know, like the Humanity Bureau, Between Worlds. I mean, like all these new newer films that he's doing, they're all fucking just over the top and crazy. And we're just loving every second of it because, you know, we haven't been getting good, you know, especially on the indie level. We haven't really been getting any good actors going there. And then a lot of the stuff that, a lot of the, a lot of the guys that we recognize from indie horror films are all going to TV now. Like Derek Mears, he's... He's, uh, you know, he went and did the um, Swamp Thing television show for DC, and then now they're talking about putting a movie out with it, or for it, and they're going to be bringing in Tom Savini, because he was doing the makeup, and they're going to bring in Derek Mears also, so, I mean, he might actually have something really good going for him, because um, I think that, because uh, I know they canceled that show after one season, so, um, but, uh, one, one of the flicks that uh, Nick Cage recently did was he was a voice on uh, Into the Spider-Verse, as most people would know, um, which is now available on Netflix. And I am so fucking behind on it, but I don't care. We're going to talk about it anyway. Stavro's completely caught up because he's a fucking madman. <laughs> Stranger Things, season oh, three. Dude, I sacrificed some sleep. I was so tired one day at work. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those days the other day playing Soul Calibur all fucking out. I was playing Soul Calibur 6 on my computer. I'm like, fuck I couldn't go to sleep. I couldn't go to sleep, and I kept on watching. I kept, I watched almost every episode except for the last one. I was like, can I watch? I know, I'll wait. So I thought yeah. that was like an hour and 20 minutes or something. It's the longest episode. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I, I need at least three hours of sleep. Yeah. And, they, and you know, they did eight, eight episodes this season. This is, And they, they announced um, earlier this month that Season four will be their last season, so their next season coming up will be the last season. It was weird, too, because I read it on two different outlets. I read it first that they got renewed for a fourth season, and then one of my other friends posted something soon after I read that as, uh, you know, Stranger Things is canceled. I'm like, what? It's canceled? Then I actually read the article, because I first I, I just kind of commented on the thread, and I was like, but they just got renewed. <laughs> and, like, and then one of her fr- and then one of her friends was like, "Yeah, but if you read the article, which you know, got to poke the stick right there. 
you read the article, they did get renewed for a fourth season, but it'll be their last. Yeah. But what a weird number to end a series on, season four. A lot of shows have been doing, like, season five, and so, I, th- I, th- I mean, we're going to get, like, a... We're going to get a fifth... I think it's the fifth season of Lucifer, right? Or is that yeah. season four? Okay. Fifth season, final fifth. Yeah. So with this new season, um, I mean, to pick it up, you said it takes place, what, like six months later? Right after the last season? Yeah, it's six months later because Eleven and, uh, I think, uh, what's his name? Um, Mike. Mike, yeah, they've been dating, and they're, like, they're never apart. They're just there every day. Like, you see it, didn't they show in the first episode where they're just... Yeah, just necking. <laughs> yeah, and the father always wants the door open three inches. Yep. Three inches! That's all I'm asking for! Dude, Hopper is in full fucking control. Okay, did you notice in the very beginning of the episode, he's like sitting down all pissed off watching Magnum P.I.? <laughs> watching Magnum P.I.? Somebody on YouTube posted a video of Magnum P.I.'s beginning credits with the, with Hopper as the main guy. Mm-hmm. So it's like Mac Hopper P.I. or something like that. So you can see with the music and everything, dude. And it showed like scenes with him with Noah Ryder and they kept showing some all the like the all the transition clips were still from the original trailer. <laughs> like the helicopter and everything else and it was so funny. Um, well and he gets like this Miami Vice shirt too later <laughs> on. And he goes on a date with an owner rider and he gets stood up. Oh and he gets pissed off. It's like it's episode two or three. Well she's because after he does what she says, because she wrote, they wrote that note. Yeah. To for him to talk to the kids, he didn't end up doing that. He ended up no, being not really. Yeah. He ended up just yelling at yeah. fucking Mike, <laughs> scaring the shit out of him. The next day, I like how Mike calls so, him a piece of shit too. He was, he was like, <laughs> so he's funny. so happy with himself the next day. Oh. He fucking the way he dealt with it. Oh yeah. And then, of course, with that storyline in the second episode, she gets mad, goes, hangs out with the redhead. She teaches her how to be a girl and, you know, hang out with other girls and go to the mall and, of course, the star whatever mall or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah, they're fu- the, the, the whole thing with the consumerism of the 80s and shit is alive and well in this season. The big mega mall, you know, they mm-hmm. just opened it up and I guess there's some thing about, about that mall where the mall is, like, killing businesses and shit and... Um, <laughs> Nobody's really, like, happy about the mall. But all the kids are loving the crap out of there because they get to go to the mall. And But there's shit a-brewing underneath that fucking mall. Oh, yeah. Dude. Starcourt. The Starcourt Mall. Fuck That's yeah. what it was called. You gotta love that like, shit. Like, there's so though. much old Burger King just promoing yeah. it. And oh, God. It's ridiculous. They have the video store and the ice cream shop. Now, one thing I one thing I kind of like is that they've maintained the relationship. So Lucas is still with Max. Um, Mike is still with Eleven, um, and then uh, fucking Nancy, mm, she's still with John, or Jonathan. Um, now Joyce is like you know, when all the writers' character. She's still reeling from Sean Astin's character dying from the yeah, previous I, season, and she still hasn't gotten over it. And you know what it made me think? It made me think, if she's missing that fat, that fat silly man, I wonder if I can crawl in there and be the replacement fat silly man. Well, Hopper tries. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely a lot cooler than me. 
they do their, their <laughs> arguing all the time. Yeah. And it's like episode six or seven, and the guy who was the the Russian oh God, what's his name? Um. You got me. I'm not sure. Uh. Let's see. Brett Gelman. That guy is great. Mm. I love him in this show. <laughs> you know, one, thing, one person I was kind of surprised by, because I was looking through the cast list, right, when I was watching the first episode, and I was really surprised. So the, so the girl that Billy works with, um, or no, no, Steve Harrington works with, of course, Steve and his magnificent fucking hair, um, mm-hmm. The girl he works with is played by Maya Hawk, who's the daughter of Uma Thurman and fucking Ethan Hawk, which I had no fucking clue that was even a thing. Is that the other girl at the ice cream shop? Yeah, she looks so familiar. Yeah, she, she looks. looks so she looks like familiar. she looks like a weird, crazy combination between Ethan and Uma. She looks pretty much just like both of them. She's pretty, but she's not too pretty. You know what I mean? She's like. She's, and she's got the 80s vibe going for her, too. I think they casted her perfectly for the show. Um, she's definitely a really good sidekick character for Steve's uh, for Steve's. Um, I just recognize ice cream like her face. Days. And she looks so much like her... That's a Thurman? She's Uma's yeah, daughter, yeah. Really? You can tell on the lips. Yeah. You remember when we thought fucking Ever Carradine was Uma yeah, Thurman's Brett daughter? Yeah, Brett Gelman. He plays Murray. Oh, God, Murray was so great. I love him these last two seasons. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, Hopper and... Oh, God, what's her name? Eleven? Joyce. Went on a rider. Yeah. They are just yelling in the front of a car, and he just starts yelling that you two just need a fuck and get it off with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm big and broke and strudy. Oh, I know everything. Just get it over with. He goes off on him. Got like fuck. He, mm. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, and Finn does a good job. And they kind of got their own storyline going. Yeah. With Eleven, and Eleven dumps him because, like, he got scared of the dad and he wouldn't talk to her for a day, so she dumped him. Oh. And now he's all heartbroken, and then the redhead oh. makes her go into that one world where she can see them. Yeah. And uh, the little redhead was kind of making her use her powers for stupid stuff. Yeah. To stupid teenager stuff. Of course. Which kind of probably helped drain it. <laughs> yeah, because she, she gets pretty worn down in this season, right? She's not, oh, yeah. not quite as powerful as she used to be. Towards the end, though. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. I mean, because, like, you think, you know, if you got, like, some kind of weird psi powers, the more you use them, the more the more you can build up your your strength with them. But definitely not in the case for that character. Um, now, I, now, one thing, um, one thing I was kind of looking forward to in this season, I guess they didn't actually pay off. Oh was, my god! Huh. You want to know why? 
Billy's gonna be the new Wolverine. Because it'll be the second Australian in a row. Oh! That and makes an a lot Australian of sense. actor and poet. So, the guy we're talking about is uh, uh, Dacry Montgomery, and he plays Billy, the asshole kid from season three, or season two, two and, and three. Two and three. Um, of course, we see him get. He has a much bigger role in this season. Yeah. Because, um, does he get possessed in this season? Or? Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. He's He has that shit in him. Oh, by the way, we're going to spoil the shit out of the season, everybody. So Well, it's been enough time. It came out on the fourth, people. Yeah. it's We've given you 20 days, basically. <laughs> I know. What's taking me so long? Well, <laughs> we've given you like 17 days, okay? Get the fuck over it. I think by the time we record our next episode, I'll have actually seen it. <laughs> and, uh... But nobody will care. Of course, he gets possessed, comes out in the second episode... He's trying to ice himself down because he has to stay iced out. It has to stay cool because the heat room cooled it yeah. or hurt it. Um, he's really strong. Hmm. He's like up with like 11. He has 11 by the throat and was going to kill him. Yeah. Hmm. But he didn't because we find out towards the end like the monster wants 11 to watch. Hmm. All our friends die. So... So this is this is what gets me though. So like, so Dakri Montgomery is they they they've uh, enlisted him to play Wolverine in a newer X Men or in a newer Wolverine or X Men movie. Mm-hmm. But whose timeline is he in? Because when they did the fucking first class series with this current, you know, with the current movies, they showed old Wolverine with all the younger X Men. So like. What, what? Where are they going? Are they going to make an even younger Wolverine movie? Are they going to redo the timelines again with the X-Men series since they keep fouling it up over and over and over? And Because um, I heard, like, you know, like I never I never actually saw it, but I know um, Dark Phoenix fucking bombed in the theater. Um, so I kind of wonder if they're just going to say, fuck it, let's just do another reboot, or what they're doing. But it's kinda, it kind of blows my mind, really. But, yeah, so if they picked him to be Wolverine, I'm, I'm kind of for it. He's got a good look. Who knows what he looks like with a full face of hair, you know? And does he really need the hair? They can just tape on new hair or CGI yeah. it or something. <laughs> make it look like uh, he has hair. That's basically the creature, but it just gets bigger. Ah, oh, sweet. So Stavro just showed me this picture. It's... Uh, it's kind of like something you... It's like a cross between something you'd see in The Thing and, like, Hellraiser. <laughs> it's like this really weird-looking monster. Yeah, so, they do a good job on it. Yeah. Um, so it looks like they have a lot of, like... The this, this season's just kind of loaded It's not the demigorgon. It's the... Yeah. It's, it's just another monster of that... Of the uh, Upside Down, right? Yeah, that, that came out of... Uh, yeah. Which kid? Huh? Was it Billy? No, not Billy, but... Uh, um, yeah, the other kid that, like... Uh, that went through hell the first two seasons? Will. Will. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that kid, man, that kid goes through more shit than any of the other kids. Oh, yeah, and he's still scared <laughs> shitless in his third season. Well, yeah, he should be. <laughs> I think he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's gay? Well, they have this little thing, like, he's like, I don't like girls. Oh, he is and, young. 
all the other ones, the other two boys were already into girls. And oh, the of three of them had girlfriends. Yeah. Well, and he's the one who still wanted to play well, Dungeons and Dragons and not yeah. be with the girls. He was the one pissed off when the other two were having girl problems. Yeah. No, I could see that. He's like, uh, he's basically the Kevin of the group. <laughs> so Kevin wouldn't have been mad. He just wouldn't have went home and just played Game Boy or something. Yeah, he would have jerked off or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he's got ways of dealing. He's a good friend of ours. He's got way, Everybody deals with him in a different you way. You know, writer Joyce, that's it. He jerks yeah. it all away. He just jerks it away. So the season... And then there's, like, uh, the part where um, Max and Eleven are investigating because they went to that other world because mm-hmm. Eleven was asking about her brother. Yeah. And they went and saw what he was doing and all she saw was a girl screaming in that other world. Mm. And um, since he was infected, he could see her looking at him almost. Yeah. And then they started investigating him and they're the ones starting to find out about the brother and what he's doing. Mm. And then uh, there's a couple storylines that do break out. You got the... Of course, the mayor, Kyrie Elwes, douchebag. Of course. Mm-hmm. Gotta love that. And uh, the Russians, you got that aspect, and you got um, the kids breaking into the Russian base. Oh, and God. And they get given the truth serum. You know, the thing with those kids, dude, and breaking into places. Steve they... Harrington and uh, the, the Hawk, whatever. Uh, yeah, um... Uh, fucking um, Maya Hawk. Their characters yeah. get they get captured and they get given truth serum. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking hilarious, dude. It's so, so fucking high, dude. And 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 uh, by the way, just for our fans listening, just kind of wonder why we, we we know one guy's character but not the others, is because obviously Maya Hawk's character is not as important. But if you really think about it, Joe Keery is always gonna be Steve Harrington. Always. He's always going to be Steve Harrington. He's going to be Steve Harrington no matter what he fucking does. Even if he shaves his fucking head mm-hmm. for He's an, got any some movie. Hair. He does have some magnificent hair. And he's... The, I think he's going to be, as far as, like, from present to future, I think he's going to be where, um, where fucking uh, Dahmer is now. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, Dahmer, we always refer to Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, guess what? Remember how we called Tag Hawkeye the movie? Yeah. Guess what? Hawkeye's getting Hawkeye the movie. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. We're still going to call Tag Hawkeye the movie. Have you heard his music? Mm-hmm. Jeremy Renner's music? That like fucking weird pop music? He's good. He's a good fucking singer. I was actually really surprised. <laughs> So yeah, so season uh, season three of Stranger Things. I kept calling it season. Four. Matthew Modine only had a few like cameos, but it was seen. We'd already seen him in from the other ones. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking um, a lot of cameos in this season. Like Katie Curtin, I think, is in this season. Um, a few different people we've seen before. Old schoolers. Oh yeah. Um, and of course, I love them all. I love all that. I love the storylines. I love the creature. I re- and this might actually be one of my favorite, just because they they really went off on the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's another new Netflix series or Netflix. Um, I think it's like a movie. Um, 
It's got a. It's actually got David Harbour in it, mm-hmm. um, and it's called Frankenstein's Monsters Monster. Frank- Frankenstein. That's <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. It's like a documentary inside of a making of movie inside of a, a horror film of some sort. <laughs> it's like it looks fucking insane. I, I love the concept behind it too. It's basically. Um, Oh, he's such an 80s dad in that show. He was such a good 80s dad. Fuck yeah. Well, yes, he does die. Aww. Spoiler at the end of the season. Or or does he? Stranger Stranger Things. There was some shit after the credits, people. Stranger Things have happened. Stranger Things have happened. He's obviously not coming back as Hellboy, (laughs) but... Oh, we, that comes out here in a week or two. Yeah, we're going to get the... And guess what became the most grossing money movie of all time? Huh. Not Avatar anymore. Oh, yeah. It's Endgame. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Um, I mean, I, it wasn't what I wanted, but it, I, I'd still prefer that to be it over Avatar. Yeah. Or whatever. For going on steroids. <laughs> Now, the last two things we'll talk about in horror before we switch over to some wrestling. Um, there's a couple things uh, coming out um, in the world of horror that are all Stephen King related. Um, and one of those things is coming to Shudder. Um, so if you don't have the Shudder streaming app, go download it. It's a $5 a month fucking app. It's owned and ran by AMC, so you're going to get good content on it. And Greg Nicotero... Actually, the, the, the guy behind the Walking Dead series, um, not the guy who created the Walking Dead series, but he's one of the show, he's one of the main producers. Um, he's also a fucking legend in uh, horror makeup and uh, special effects. I mean, you've seen a lot of movies with him in it, as well as movies that he's done fucking effects for. Um, and The Walking Dead is full. Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead are full of Savini-style fucking zombie gore. And that's the one thing Greg brings, and he's actually going to be um, helming this new series based on an old school Stephen King series called Creep Show. And we're going to get we're going to get a Creep Show television series. Finally. Well, George Romero also did those too. Yeah. And so so far we're getting uh, see there, there's going to be. Um, we're gonna get a lot of uh, you know stars uh, like horror you know recognizable horror names. Um, Jeffrey Combs is in one episode called Bad Wolf um, or Bad Wolf Down. Um, let's see, uh, Trisha uh, Helfer, um, she's gonna be in uh, uh, Lydia Lane's uh, Better Half. Um, got some uh, you know got a lot of different writers and directors. Um, doing projects, you know, Dave Bruckner, uh, Christopher, or Christopher uh, Buhlman. Um, are they going to be reviewing uh, the th- new, uh, are they going to be doing new stories? Are they still going to be doing Father's Day and the Lump of Death? I think it's going to be all new stories, because you got like, um, David Arquette's in a new one um, that's going to be in there. Uh, Dana Gould's in an episode. Um I mean, just so many fucking people. I, like, I was actually really surprised. Um, Adrian Barbeau, she's going to be in an episode. Tits Barbeau, brother. Classic Tits Barbeau. Um, fucking, I mean, just tons of fucking people. I was really surprised 
the name value that they got. Yeah, they gave some series. big names in here. Yeah, I was really surprised. Tobin Bell. Tobin Bell, yeah. Fucking. Um, I can't pronounce the, like, Giancarlo Esposito. Uh, from Breaking, yeah, from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fucking, we're gonna see, we're gonna see them in there. And he was also in uh, what was that called? Usual Suspects. Mm. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, he was. Was <laughs> he? He have the biggest part. No, he didn't. But I still remember he was in that one movie with uh, um, Tim Robbins and Martin Lawrence. Mm -hmm. Nothing to lose. Yeah. The two guys, him and fucking What's-His-Face, who, like, would torment Highway 66. Yeah. And the one thing I love about the fact that they're doing a creep show television series is... So we were going to get a Tales from the Crypt series that was supposed to be um, headed by... Um, uh, M. Night Crapalon. M. Night Crapalon. And that got kiboshed. It was originally set to be on... I think it was, like, TNT. And... Um, didn't quite make the grade. Um, never got off the ground. Uh, I would have loved to have seen another television series based on Tales from the Crypt, but not with his level of not twist. With it, not with not. No. No. But the fact that Greg Nicotero is putting out a Tales from the Crypt esque show, as Tales, you know, as uh, as with this, uh, you know, with Creep Show goes, I think it'll be good. I hope it'll be good. Yeah. Um, well, I know one show on Shudder that wasn't that great. It was funny to watch, and it's a good thing every episode was like 10 minutes long, otherwise it would have been a fucking nightmare. Critters. It was Critters, yeah. <laughs> and Critters was hard to fucking watch. But there are other stuff that they got on, on Shudder that are great. You know, a lot of original movies that are really good. Um, guy, they even got like Joe Bob Briggs fucking drive-in on there. That's fucking awesome. Uh, I'll watch that. I'll watch that every so often. I'd love to see that. Actually, if she was on his show, that'd be really great. Um, and uh, and as a closer um, for you know for our horror talk this week or this month it will be uh, it chapter two. Cannot wait! That was a creepy ass fucking trailer. That, that trailer is fucking oh my great. God. And you know that looks so good. Even though I didn't agree with some of the casting. No, like I'm Jessica Chastain. Very, very, yeah. no, no, I'm, I'm still looking forward to it. She's a good actress, though. But I just, it's not like I completely disagree with the way they went. Yeah. But it was just weird. It was kind of like, but at least they, at least that opening scene. I think, and I know a lot of people were freaking, or like were happy as fuck about her being in the movie. But a lot of other people weren't so happy. And this trailer really kind of shows you that. I guess what her as Beverly, not a big deal, because the movie still looks fucking great. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But that. Yeah, I love all the creepy, like, the creepy looks that she would give her. Like, the, the fucking weird side, you know, like, the real fast hands and stuff. And mm -hmm. Just give them those, like, really dark, fucked up stares and shit. Um, yeah, let's look at this cast list, though. This cast list is pretty great. They got a pretty damn good cast for that. James McAvoy. Oh, yeah. Fucking Bill Hader. Jay Ryan. Um, James, uh... Ranzone, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Um, Isaiah Mustafa, Andy Bean, and actually, once you really look, if you really look at Stanley, yeah, it's totally him. <laughs> God, even fucking even Teach Grant, he, he's gonna be um, Henry Bauer or Bowers in this one. 
Um, and they got some other cast. And, and of course, Skarsgård is coming back as Pennywise. Oh, God, yes. And you couldn't have this movie without him, dude. He made the first one. I mean, the kids oh, were God, great. Yeah. The kids were great, but he made that first one. Oh, yeah, and speaking of which, um, new to VOD, Pet Cemetery. That's fucking out. Uh, anytime you want to watch it, let me know. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I got it on Plex. It's cra- I got this on Plex, too. It's crazy that it's... You good. said this was good? Alita Battle Angel was really cool, yeah. I actually watched a thing that was like... I guess there was an old movie in the 90s, too. It was an anime called Battle Angel. They did oh. a, I watched a side-by-side of uh, some of the more memorable moments from that movie. Pretty good, pretty good. Now, we're not saying use Plex, but if you know somebody who has Plex, fucking use Plex. <laughs> Plex will say... Plex is a hell of an app. Um, but yeah, no, that... I think the new fucking... Um, that new film will be really cool. Really cool. And the movies that are currently out right now, horror is getting a lot of really good releases. You know? Well, what do you think of the new Charlie's Angels? Mm, there's one angel I can do without. Yeah, same and you know, And you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look bad in this movie, but I just don't like it. I just don't like it. But I, I love like, fucking... Did you know that Elizabeth Banks is basically doing it all? Yeah, she's directing it. Writing it, it, producing it, directing it. And playing Bosley. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Hottest Bosley ever. Um, I'm just like, damn. Not looking forward to the new Joker at all. Not looking forward to the new Terminator at all. Did you know fucking Edward Furlong's in the new Terminator as John Connor? Yeah, God. Dude, I sent a picture to a friend of mine who posted that on, on, you know, and I was like... Send a picture of what he currently looks like. Yeah, he's bulking up a little bit, but he still looks like a fucking... He looks like he's washed up. Like, I don't know if that's the guy you really want to see in the movie. (laughs) You know, I I would think at this point, cast a different guy. (laughs) No shit. It's already going to be hard enough to imagine him, but no, they got to bring back the originals. We need the originals. It's like, eh, you don't really need the originals. You can live without the originals, but whatevs, they do what they will. Um, I'm hoping it'll be cool. Marvel also is going to be relaunching the Blade series, and they've casted Blade already. Oh, yeah, that guy's really good. What what has he been in? God, he's been in so much. So, so, uh, Marishala Ali is who they've casted, and, I mean, I, I just... I'm kind of I'm kind of at a loss because I saw his face and I was like, dude, I know that guy, I know who that fucking dude is, and it was just it's just crazy just to see him, you know, like, I mean, and and I kept thinking to myself, you know, who are they gonna really cast to play Blade? You know, we got to see a really stellar Blade in Wesley Snipes for like three straight years, but that was in the '90s, you know, I mean, since then he was in Gallo Walkers, which is basically Blade in the West. And then, oh, I know. Yeah, and that wasn't that good. I, I'm, I'm really surprised fucking Billy Drago was in that movie. <laughs> I was like, dude, what the fuck's he doing here? <laughs> but, um... But yeah, fucking, uh... As far as movies he's done... Because he's, he's got a very recognizable face. You see him and you're like, dude, I know him. I know what he's been in. You know, he's, he's done Troop. 
or True Detective. That was one film he was uh, in. He was, in uh, he was the bad guy in the first couple episodes of Luke Cage. He was in Moonlight. He was in fucking uh, Alita. Um, he actually does a voice in Into the Spider-Verse. Um, I don't really want to know him from some of the other things I'm reading here, but um, he was also in Predators. Predators was hella cool. Yeah, he was that, like, African guy. <laughs> I love the generalization where you get so much hate tweets online. I can't believe he said it was the African guy. He is. It's not racist, it's just true. He's the only one. In that whole movie, that was the character. And who um, played the Chimo in that rapist motherfucker? Oh god, what was his name? Um I just remember he was like trying to bond with the other guy when they oh were on the God, fucking, what's his name? when they were on the prison bus. I love him. <laughs> um, yeah. No, in the in Predators, Predators, uh, Walter Goggins. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or Groggins, I think it is. Groggins. I think I'm not sure. Walter. It could be. It very well could be. I know it is. <laughs> but yeah, so we're gonna get a new blade. Hopefully, hopefully, they don't have a Deacon Frost character and they don't cast somebody I don't like. Yeah, I'm, Walter Goggins. I'm not saying I don't like the guy who played fucking who played him in the first movie, but I'm also not gonna say I loved it because I just don't see bad guy material in that actor. <laughs> I just don't. But Stavro loves Deacon Frost from the original fucking Blade, so. And I just liked him in the, in the movie The Gate, so. saw the most recent um, pay-per-views from the new promotion, All Elite Wrestling, AEW, and we've had a little bit of time to kind of soak it in and draw comparisons between that and what the WWE is currently putting out as product, and it's safe to say, without upsetting Jim Cornette too much... It's better than what WWE's been putting out. Oh, God, yes. Even though I don't agree with any of the criticisms he's had as of late, because it, it, does, it does seem like he's starting to feel more vulgar and out of touch when it comes to wrestling. But, um, and I love Jim Cornette, too. But he's, got, he's, he's had a fun show. Even that first episode, where he's just fucking drilling Donald Trump. Or the idea of Donald Trump being president. It was right before Donald Trump became president. And um, he's had a lot of good shows up until now. But man, as of late, though, I will say that uh, AEW, even those last two shows they did, they did Fighter Fest and they did Fight for the Fallen. And. Walter Goggins in some Anarchy. Yes, okay. <laughs> 
Dude, I love that guy. Stafford just showed me a picture of uh, Walter and Drag. Tits and all. Dude, I'm gonna. Boobs and all, dude. I'm gonna start doing that now. I need to get titties. It's fucking great, dude. I was laughing my ass off. So, so yeah, AEW, I mean, their last two free shows, in comparison to what we've, I mean, you saw Extreme Animals. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, which would you say was the better show? AEW, uh, hands down. Yeah. Because, like, you look at the card. I mean, break down the card. I mean, when you look at, like, Fight for the Fallen, in comparison, in contrast to, you know, the other show. Number one, it's more adult-themed. They say more. Yeah. They get away with more. Yeah. Jackoffville, come on. Yeah, mm-hmm. straight up. They wouldn't even say that on WWE. Fuck no, they wouldn't. And they're trying to say just because Baron Corbin gave Becky Lynch the end of days, they're saying the PG era is over. I know, and, and we got to see fucking what's her face's butt. Okay, uh, that's uh, she has a nice butt, fine, but um, but Lacey Evans still isn't as hot as some of the but um, but yeah, you, you look at the action. Okay, so I will say this: WWE's women's division is good. Story writing for all of their fucking uh, roster though is terrible. And most Sasha of, Banks is supposed to be coming back. Yeah, I think she's coming back for SummerSlam, right? I think so. Probably yeah. either a rivalry with Becky or a rivalry with uh, Bailey. Probably. Because um, they can't. I, I doubt they're gonna have a shit show for her because like because she almost left. They, they, they let her take a pretty extended vacation. Bray Wyatt debuted. Bray Wyatt came back? Yep, finally, finally. debuted again. So Beautiful mask. I love Tom Savini's mask on that. Because that, that fucking mask was hella cool. But you know what You know what kind of gets me, though, as far as the characters go? I almost think that Corey Taylor got the shittier mask. He almost should have got Bray's mask. Mm-hmm. For Slipknot. <laughs> Because that fucking mask he has is goofy looking. The break could have made that mask work. <laughs> he can make anything work. I mean, he's making a, a kid's show angle work. And of course, he jumped Finn Balor. Yeah. Because he just lost to Shinsuke Nakamura at Extreme Rules. Lost the title. Yeah. Shinsuke finally got a title. Um, but AEW was so much better. Yeah, because... Like, the Young Bucks are probably one of the best tag teams yeah. Out there. Even though they do overdo the super kick. I mean, the super kick is a little fucking much all the time. But they have but great as matches. U- as a unit, yeah. And the fucking Meltzer driver? Come on. That, you, you know who Meltzer driver is, right? The fucking, their spike pile driver that one of them does a 450 out of fucking ropes. Like, who the fuck comes up with that shit? Um, but it's amazing. When you mm-hmm. watch it, it's like, Whoa, what the fuck was that? Um, Kenny Omega is fucking awesome, you know. I love what they're doing with Sean Spears. Totally oh, yeah. making him a bad guy. Totally making him a bad guy. He's he has totally a little fucking man. pin now that has a chair on it. <laughs> oh yeah, because of uh, at Fighter Fest, he like fucking basically hit Cody in the back of the head, kind of split him open and shit. Yeah, fucking. Totally unintentional. The millennial but. fucking fan base freaked out. They're like, oh, concussion. Yeah, well, I mean, because you Cody don't... had to go on fucking Twitter or whatever the fuck he went on, Twitter face. Yeah. And uh, so I said, I'm fine. I went through concussion protocol. And to be honest with you, even if he did get injured, he still has Brandy Rhodes. You feel better after a while. 
They're like, no, I do have a super hot wire. It's like, I do understand there's a concussion problem, but multiple ones are the ones that do yeah. damage. One, one isn't gonna. Unless no. you're really weak. <laughs> yeah. And the thing and is, and then if that happens, you shouldn't have been wrestling in the first place. No. And the thing is, too, for me, like, especially with wrestling, you know, like, what the fuck is WWE's problem? Because there's, like, they got this amazing They roster. did a house show where it was 7,000 people, and they were handing away tickets. Yeah. Giving away tickets for free. Only 2,500 people showed up. You remember who the last company to do that was? WCW and TNA Wrestling. And what happened to them? Well, WCW went out of fucking business. <laughs> They went out of fucking business, and guess what? TNA had to change their name just so people would forget about the stink of TNA. Uh, because Hulk Hogan and fucking Bischoff ruined it. And <laughs> they were going good. And then Dixie Carter and everything. So, anyway. Um, but yeah, that fucking... I don't know. Just overall, though... Because, I mean, there are some gripes. You know, Some of the matches aren't going to make complete 100% you know, sense in the terms of how they're performing and stuff. But the talent on the roster is undeniable. Well, they, they, WWE still has their matches. With, you know, AJ puts out a good show. Ricochet puts out a good show. Yeah. They still have those, but they're not writing them right. They're no. not writing... They can have other people do that too, but they're not writing them right. Yeah. I think... I think it's like they just... Oh, just do a filler match. Yeah. And I haven't been watching Raw or SmackDown since Bischoff and um, Heyman took over the shows, but... From what I understand, Vince is slowly phasing out. X, uh, XFL is coming. Yeah. So Vince is slowly pushing, you know, kind of walking away. We're finally seeing the decline of no more McMahon. And maybe we'll actually get and good like, shows. You can go back through and you can watch an NXT show. A little hour long show. And if it's a bad show, it's still better than Raw SmackDown. Fuck okay, yeah, they are. <laughs> so I think, a, I think AEW. And NXT are probably good rival shows right now. Oh, yeah. But obviously they're not doing the numbers because they're not on the big platform as of yet. But AEW has that deal with fucking TNT. We're going to see wrestling. Chris Jericho's going back where the big boys play. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Superstation, motherfuckers. <laughs> or no, that's TBS, right? That's TBS. Same thing. That was Thunder. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and no, that's Monday Nitro. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think they're, um, what are they calling it? Like uh, Tuesday Night Dynamite or something like that? Tuesday Night Dynamite. On TNT. That'd be uh, so gimmicky and fun. I would laugh my ass off. Tuesday Night Dynamite. <laughs> that should really be the show right there. <laughs> Tuesday Night Dynamite. <laughs> I don't remember what they're actually calling it, but it's something like that. No, that's like, that should be it, dude. I'm sorry. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> at least steal it, you owe us money. Or you at least deal. But that's right. I said it first. <laughs> now we'll take credit for it. And then, then we'll start writing their shows for them. Maybe. You know every wrestling fan would love to do that? I think Bill would actually be the best at it, though. As long as he doesn't turn every show into no mercy. Burn. I'd write a match where it's nothing but double big boots, double clotheslines, 
double drop kicks. And, double, du- and double super kicks. <laughs> double super kicks. Because we know Bill hates the super kick because of one, Shawn Michaels. He hates double anything. Yeah. Oh, he hates double everything, yeah. But he didn't hate double or nothing. <laughs> he didn't hate double or nothing. <laughs> Terrible joke. Exactly. All right, so that'll do it for our show this month. Um, join us again next month. We'll be recording in our tidy whities our undies. Because it'll be hot as fuck. Because <laughs> none of us are rich enough to have really good air conditioning, so it's going to suck. But once the sun goes down, it's pretty air conditioned. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, it's, it's like a Sahara night, you know. As soon as that sun sets, man, the dust blows off the desert. Mm-hmm. And we get that nice, cool breeze. But unlike the desert, we actually get a cool breeze because we live near an ocean. <laughs> we live near an ocean. <laughs> anyway, people, have a good one, and we'll see you next month. All right. This has been Rotten Corpse Radio.